Hey everybody, this is just Alex jumping in here to remind you that we just dropped a whole slew of great new content. Maybe you missed it, maybe you didn't, but if you have, maybe go back and check out our Call of Cthulhu one-shot that we released on Halloween. We recorded it with our friends over at PlayQuest Podcast and Beholder to No One Podcast. It was a fantastic time. In addition, on Monday of last week, we dropped our final episode in our Starfinder one-shot. And if you're joining us here today, I'm hoping you're all caught up on The Final Crusade. It's a lot of great new content with a lot of great new people. And if you are listening to us, I just want to say thank you for sticking with us and and hanging out. If you're enjoying what we're doing, what we're making, if you can go ahead and go over to iTunes or Podchaser, leave us a five-star review, we so much appreciate it. Honestly, it's the best way for new people to hear about our show and help us grow our little following that we already have. In addition, if you have any new ideas for what you want to hear, what kind of game systems you want us to play, go ahead and drop us a line at fourcornersgamespodcast at gmail.com. I know it's a mouthful, but it's for the number four, cornersgamespodcast at gmail.com. It is the best way to get a hold of us if you just want to say hi, or if you have a cool suggestion for one of the TTRPG systems you'd like to hear us play. We have a whole bunch of other stuff in the works, but we're looking so forward to this month of November because we have such fantastic episodes to drop for you. However, I know why you're here. You're here for the good stuff. Please enjoy episode 16 of The Final Crusade. I bet you wonder why I gathered you all here today. No? No one's wondering? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be pretty apparent. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was the point. <laughs> and welcome back <laughs> to the final crusade. There you go. Welcome to Errol's t- t- TED Talk. <laughs> welcome back to Errol and Friends, <laughs> a family-friendly version of this hell come to life of Wrath of the Righteous playthrough. Just me doing like a puppet show. <laughs> All right, let's kill whatever this demon is. I don't even want to hear what he has to say for himself. I mean, half <laughs> yeah. Orc. He's the demonish, demonic. Yeah, maybe. I don't Who could know. know. He's we evil. Just, are we just jumping into it? We don't have to. How's everyone doing? <laughs> no, I don't care. Um, this, you said this was my intro. That's fair. <laughs> that's that's on me. All right. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> Lungs are still nice and irritated. Yeah. 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 One day yeah. it will go away. Yeah, one day we'll be out of, you know, forest fire season. Fun fact, I have no idea what our release schedule looks like from the day, but this will... Happy November, maybe. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> close enough. Yeah, close enough. Happy Halloween. Woo, that yeah. was one doozy of a Halloween. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe? Do you guys remember when significant event in America <laughs> happened? It was so strange that... They did that thing. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I just can't get over it. I probably should look at an actual calendar. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's something. <laughs> That's the point of doing this, is we lose all relativity of date and time. And it is not so bad. 
Um, yeah, so it'll be the fourth. Oh, this will be the day after the election. <gasps> let's just Whoa! let's just leave that <laughs> subject behind. <laughs> Welcome. To, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think today is National Mental Health Day. I did say well. that. Yeah. So yeah, everyone, October. take care of yourself. Don't compare your trauma to others. Your trauma is still important. People. And at the end of the day, mental health is health. So yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Everyone don't listen to what the US healthcare system tells you. <laughs> Which is the US healthcare system. No health is free. Uh, <laughs> it's not a great slogan. <laughs> the US healthcare system. Good luck. Uh, uh, November fourth. I hope some stuff happened, and if not, I hope this gives you some happiness in the day after <laughs> it. Maybe you can disappear into this makeup world with us on that day. Yeah. A little reprieve. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back to some happier news. Travis is dying. <laughs> po, Speaking of po, healthcare. Sorry. Travis. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Travis also has an open wound in his chest. We really should seek medical attention. <laughs> Well, again, new. we just it's talked about this. It's expensive. So. <laughs> it's way too expensive. <laughs> it's way too expensive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poe is dying on the floor. You all shut up to Anivia's house. Smartly, I would say, not to be too behind the screen, left her outside. Uh, whilst you were there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, Lou. While you were there, um, uh, a fire beetle appeared out of nowhere. You dispatched it with little to no problem. After that, Alu focused in on finding this evil aura that he couldn't tamp down before. Shot an arrow into him. He appeared, and then you've definitely laid down some damage. But before uh, we left this fine campaign last time, he managed to fell Poe. He then demanded to see her or that he was going to kill all of you indiscriminate poe had some ideas whilst dying on the ground that it was tammy um (laughs) harsh while that happens you just hear these spells flying axes colliding with armor people struggling and you just hear is my best friend okay god i hope he's okay i'm sure he is there's no way that your inactions to heal me would have deterred him from healing himself. <laughs> Having a giant torrent of flame rip through his armor and chest, causing him to fall to the ground unconscious and dying. Ah, man. So good. <laughs> and that is the end of Nikki's turn. So it is now <laughs> Errol's turn. Oh, I still just imagine, like, even though Poe is, like, grievously wounded, he's still, like, embellishing, like, falling to the ground. Is this the first time you've been knocked unconscious in this campaign? It is. I almost did in the hole from the hole that I threw a dagger down before I threw the dagger down. Right, right, right. I got taken down, but then my resiliency pulled me back up by my bootstraps. I was thinking heartstrings, <laughs> but Aww, more of like strange. an emotional appeal. Yeah, I get it. That's what I thought. Well, you're dead and dying now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so it's Errol's turn. It is Errol's turn. All right. Can we get some of that sweet, sweet sirenscape going? Sweet, sweet sirenscape. Oh, sweet, sirenscape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just evolves immediately. <laughs> Errol, seeing Poe get laser beamed in the chest, 
<laughs> who's going to call out to Luna to stabilize Poe. Luna, we need you in here. Hurry. And then he's going to move in and get right back into this guy's face. Well, I guess before I do that, he said, let me let me take her. Let me see her. Let me, yeah. I think it was let me take her. Yeah, let me oh. take her. Um, so he's going to ask him, uh, who, who do you want to take? That terrible traitor's wife. Oh, so he's referring to an idiot. Not in my watch, asshole. And he runs in. <laughs> As you run in, uh, because he has that uh, sweet, sweet reach, he goes ahead and he takes a stab at you. Oh, no. Oh, no, that face. That face. Natural 18 on the die. For a spicy 23. 23? Uh-huh. That'll hit. I guess I only moved half, so I could have tried to do an acrobatics, but... You could have. <laughs> <laughs> Aerial acrobatics are often the most surprising. <laughs> and it's they always seem, worth a shot. They always yeah. seem to work out for some reason. It's yeah. like, I was a natural 20 for a 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not too bad. Not too bad. It gets you for five points of damage, kind of scraping across your armor, maybe finding a joint, a weak point in there, uh, but hitting you for five points of damage. And Errol is going to activate his Trendelev's scale and swing out at this guy. All right. 16 to hit. That does not, like you go to move and it ding, cascades off of the invisible crystalline shield that still surrounds him. It is a Nevia's turn. You just hear, don't worry, love. I'm sure he's, he's sitting snug as a bug in a rug, completely <laughs> unscathed inside. <laughs> Tammy, it is your turn. I mean, I'm gonna roll him up in a rug. I'm gonna yell out <laughs> and be like, and say, "I think we're having some trouble in here. We might need some help. At least po- pose down. Pose down. You just po hear down. what? <laughs> <laughs> it's about right. And then uh, she will extend her hand out and she will cast Acid Splash. Critical fail hits all of us. It's a <laughs> touch. Burns the house down. It's 11. 11 misses. Lillian, it is your turn. Unless uh, Tammy wants to move. I'll move. Uh, I'll just take like a five foot step down in case someone wants to come in through the doorway so I'm not walking. So I think it's the fire beetle's turn, right? Uh, so the fire beetle appears at the beginning of your turn. It will act after oh, you. okay. So, uh, and feel free to place the fire beetle wherever you want. So, first things first, did Luna understand Errol's call? Luna understands you, so you can communicate that to her if you'd like, and then That's she can come in after you. My second question was, is my communicating to her my action? No. Okay. No, it's a free action because you, it's like any communication, a free action, I would say. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yes, I'm going to repeat. Earl's request that Luna come in and help us help Poe. Okay. Um, and then Lillian is going to load her crossbow and fire it at... Um, so really quick, um, would this be shooting through Poe where I am right now? It would be. Okay, so it's she's going to five foot step. And a couple oh yeah, of, Poe's lying down. Uh, he is, but then you'd also have Errol to contend with. But as you move into that area, mm-hmm. an aura that comes off of Alu suddenly makes your hand feel a lot steadier, 
as if you have precise shot, I would say. So you no longer confer additional negative consequences. Okay. Since I'm using, I think that they are fire bolts. Is that what they are called? If that's what you loaded, yeah, it's a plus. That's all. Yeah. Yep. So. (laughs) Uh oh. Um, and so that's a six, uh, 16. 16. It also hits off of the shield, off of the crystalline shield of that person. Then we have a couple of things that you get to hang out with. Uh, first we'll say Luna goes and then we'll say your new beetle friend goes. Okay, cool. So Luna comes over. She's going to offer stabilization to Poe. Luna lands on Poe. He's like, do you want stabilization? And Poe goes, he he respectfully declines. (laughs) (laughs) You must say yes to confirm. (laughs) Please press my chest. (laughs) Not now, Baymax. (laughs) You do it. My chest. You do it. My chest. (laughs) So I assume Poe is stabilized. Stabilized. Yay. Um... And um, fire beetle moves. Fire beetle. Well, you could summon it wherever you wanted, right? Yeah, you could. You're right. You're right. So, um, there's no, there's an empty space next to uh, the unnamed. We'll never know his name. More than likely, half orc. I asked him <laughs> <laughs> right before he shot you in the chest. <laughs> I feel it. like you named him. <laughs> Whether or not he had a name before, he's Valgorg now. <laughs> Okay, so Fire Beetle gets summoned right next to said orc and is going to go for a bite attack. Two. <laughs> Two. Solid. So, king his pincers kind of ricochet off. Poe, you are stable. Hell yeah. He well. rolls over. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. Um, your shot no longer clear. Yeah, I was going to say, is the Fire Beetle... Technically, a medium creature. It is. Okay. It does block your. Um, so if I take a five foot step to the right, it's partial. I would say partial, yeah, because he is like, like he is in the corner getting beaten up. It's gonna raise his AC a little, but not give him cover. All right. I'm going to do a couple things. So I'm gonna five foot step to the right to get a semi clear shot. Um, and as you can imagine, Alu almost got hit by this ray, barely missed them, and then you just saw Poe seemingly get one shot by it. So I think with that, it's time to uh, smite some evil here. So I'm going to cast, as a swift action, smite evil on the target. And then I am going to rapid shot, point blank shot, this guy. Quick question. uh, Is he technically an outsider with the evil subtype? He is not. He's a humanoid. What about evil dragon? <laughs> he is undead creature? <laughs> aberration. Is he an aberration? Oh, I'm okay. sorry. He is an aberrant fae. Son of a. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. <laughs> Fuck. I got 12 on the first one. Boom. That one doesn't even hit him, it just goes right over yeah. his shoulder. Nice. 25 to hit. 25. With the increase to his AC from partial cover. Are you kidding me? Hits. Uh, <laughs> Still hits. All right. So I just want to. <laughs> I think he's in trouble here. <laughs> okay. I just want to. I make mean, he sure. literally backed himself into a corner. It's a tiny hit. Well, you enter the home. 
It's dark. Uh, the blinds cover the window. Are we doing this again? Yeah, I think <laughs> it so. might be dead. Nine points of damage, cold iron, and obviously DR um, mitigation from Smite Evil. How do you do this, buddy? Oh. So first shot with second shot, I take a little bit longer. Crisscross. Make sure, yeah, crisscross this time. It works. <laughs> dun, dun. Suddenly, as I do the crisscross, the the arrow glows. And as I shoot it, it doesn't seemingly even, you know, there's no stopping going through the body. Just clean goes through, hits the other side of the wall, and you just see him slowly fall forward, dead. Dead. Not dead. Oh. But dying. Okay. It's an important distinction to make for name, characters, his name, we don't know. Uh, certainly not Vagorg. Uh, <laughs> you rock this hole through his body. He falls over, slumping, blood pumping from him as the light fades from him every second. It is his turn. Let's see if he uh, stabilizes, shall we? Stabilizes. So. over. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't need... A stupid magic bird. <laughs> I name you Dum Dum. Talking. <laughs> Why are the unconscious people having a conversation? Neither of them. As a free action, the unconscious people talk in a separate demiplane where only unconscious people can navigate each other. All right, so because he is stable, I'm going to take you out of an initiative order. And we will lead off from there. You were out of combat. There's a fire beetle. It clicks its pincers, but in about 12 seconds or so, it disappears into bright white motes. Uh, I think Luna's going to fly over the unconscious orc body and poop on him. <laughs> Roll the poop. <laughs> it's against touch AC. Natural three. Natural three. <laughs> You poop on Errol. Uh, <laughs> you know, you poop on his body. Why not? It's a success. Uh, William's going to go outside and um, talk to Anivia and tell her about um, the threats that this orc person has been making. You watch visible relief come over your face as you exit the rabble rousing that's happening inside having subsided. What, what, what was going on inside? Is everyone all right? She looks at them both. And, and Nikki's just like, is Poe okay? Is Poe okay? <laughs> Easy no. We're, we're, he, he's a bit stirred up. He wanted to get out of the cart, but he tripped and he hit his teeth and then he fell unconscious himself. <laughs> Go back in the cart. And it's it's been a lot. What happened inside? <laughs> a lot has happened inside. Kinnick. Poe is now <laughs> stable. He he had a little bit of a rough time in there. I think he could use you right now. Oh. Um, he just watching me like takes a dagger. He's like, he can take my blood, and he like starts like stabbing at his hand, and he falls unconscious. That might not help <laughs> <laughs> because he takes one d four plus strength him. damage. <laughs> How many times is that? Three times now. <laughs> this is why we don't so waste is, our potions on him. He is at dagger. <laughs> Especially negative one NPCs. <laughs> negative one, but stable. <laughs> Thanks to Lillian. Jesus. Okay, <laughs> so uh, then she's going to tell Anivia about uh, the things that she heard the orc say, all about the, if you don't let me have her, blah, 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 blah. 
This half-orc was he wearing bright red armor with a helmet that had three points to it. Judging by the picture, (laughs) 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 judging by his character token, (laughs) it seems like your GM put a lot of effort into it to make sure that the token was direct representation of the character, and that just seems well, it seems great, and it also sounds like it was for Gorg. (laughs) <laughs> That's oh. so crazy. <laughs> Who? Uh. It totally looks like a Vagor. She's <laughs> like, is it safe for me to come in then? I think so. Yes. She kind of gets out of the cart. Lillian helps her down. Uh, and she comes over. She hobbles past everybody who's probably surrounding the body. I assume that Errol and Alu are, are attending to Poe, which we'll take care of in a moment. Coup de gras. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a one d twelve for <laughs> damage. Uh, Pose a real pain in my ass. <laughs> it ends today. I got tired of the nipples. <laughs> and Nivia walks over, and she spends a moment. And she goes and spits on his body, and with her good leg kicks him. You right bastard! You thought that you could kill her here. You thought that you could kill her by capturing me. Ah, you fool! to think you had all the freedom you could have left and lived the best life and your stupid vengeance sought out to find you here once more captured you're worthless so while that's happening we'll go over to Alu and Errol attending to Poe do y'all wanna roll maybe some uh, healing yeah I'm gonna do a little lay on hands roll me that so it's two points of healing Yay! He's still dying. Still dying. I'll do another one. Six points of healing. <gasps> there you Yay! Go. I think I'm at two. I think. I think once you get stable, you go back to zero, right? No, you, no, you're you still stay, negative. You're still negative. You just stop dying. Okay. So that was two plus six, four. so eight. You're at four. And then you want to. You'll be good for next battle, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four, four more. Four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just like, <laughs> yeah. Operating okay. standard. <laughs> if only we had potions. <laughs> if only we only. had spells. It's like you remember thinking back to the two-hand attacks. One was he stabbed with his right, and then his disjointed elbow, he just swung around to hit people. <laughs> and you're like, that was weird. <laughs> um, do you want to do any additional healing, Errol? Yeah. Uh, five more points. Yay! Thanks, boys. And then... I'll I'll hit you with an empowered cure light. <sighs> Those are rare. It's not an arrow. Max so. healing. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So that is sixteen points of healing. Madam. So how close are you now? I'm now at twenty-five of thirty-two. Okay. Real quick, I'd like to go pick up the one arrow I missed. <laughs> Roll. What was it? Fifty percent chance that it would break. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, do, I choose you. I choose you. 67. 67, yeah. So it seems to have cascaded harmlessly off the side of the house. All right. Okay. Poe rolls over and he's like, Lillian, do you want that cool crossbow bolt that I see on the ground? Is that my crossbow It's a bolt? magical crossbow bolt. You can't, I will house rule that you cannot pick those back up. That The magic dispels itself when it, like, comes into contact with whatever surface it hits. Never mind. So so you can't pick up the bolts and just use it as a regular bolt either? Uh, you can roll for that. I'm just saying it's going to roll. It's not magical. So if you want to roll okay. uh, D100. 
Um, and I want to do that to my. Is the same thing with the firebolt that it's no longer a firebolt after it's. Been yeah, that's, that's the only, that's one, what he was that's the only one that you shot. Oh, yeah. I thought there was a different. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, ninety. So you do find uh, the bolt, the magic dispelled, but it is intact. Okay. Tammy, what are you up to? Um, Tammy's waiting to rest. <laughs> <laughs> so that she can recover spell slots in her arcane pool. It is three in the afternoon. <laughs> it's going to be a long afternoon. <laughs> Better dust off that crossbow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Welcome I'm gonna to I'm going to go start rifling caster. through yeah. the cart to see what I can wield. So, yeah, I'm not doing much right now. <laughs> so while that's happening, Anivia's standing over the body. Poe, roused, uh, Lillian... And Alu both kind of searching for their stuff. Anyone want to try and wake up this half orc? I'm going yes. to take everything off of him, especially like spell component pouch or whatever thing, because he was like going invisible and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure he's not just going to like blip out and disappear. So let's do the the rope technique okay. before yeah. I figure. So while you're doing that, I assume you're going through all your stuff. Um, going through all his stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> my stuff, his stuff, it's all our it's stuff. It's my stuff now. <laughs> uh, you find stuff. one potion, a wand, his ransor, and 42 gold pieces. Okay. Um, what about his armor? His armor, whilst you're like kind of milling about and through it, you take it and like his shoulder piece snaps in your hand. It's solely costume it's like pussy the things that were protecting him <laughs> especially you know being a little bit of a magic user yourself you realize what was protecting him was magical not mm. physical okay and then spellcraft check on the yeah. potion and wand and detect magic on the ransor it is magical okay uh so yeah spellcraft high enough uh, do you need Lillian know. to come? Do you need Mama yeah. Lillian to come in here? Seven, seventeen. Seventeen. You know what the uh, potions are, and you, you know what the potion is, and you know what the wand is, but you're not sure what the ransor is. Okay. I'll give it a, a whirl with the ransor. Nope, I definitely don't know. If Lillian sees what's going on, then she's going to. Yep, you're more than welcome to. It's a small area. I'll give it a shot too, if needed. No, you're waiting to rest. So. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Nice. Errol's kind of piecing through this stuff. The ransor is strange, if only because the etchings along the side of it. Like, you hold it in your hand, and it feels powerful and strong, and there's definitely magic, but it's tough for you to pin it down. You know, it's a potion of invisibility, though. You also know that it is a wand of magic missile. <gasps> caster level three. Oh. With 11 charges. Whoa. Cool. Looks and like while you're doing that, <laughs> Errol, kind of being a little newer to looking at arcane artifacts, hands it over to Mama Lillian. And she <laughs> she looks at it and she's like, oh, this is definitely a ransor of the gargoyle. Let me hit you with some of those sweet, sweet stats. And then I'll just send you the link because it's tough to remember all these stats. <laughs> so a ransor of the gargoyle appears to have a head crafted of obsidian but it is in fact as hard and resilient as steel this functions as a plus one ransor that grants a plus four bonus on disarm checks rather than the typical plus two bonus a ransor grants up to five times per day 
as a swift action, the wielder of the rancor of the gargoyle can cause their skin to harden for one round, gaining a plus two enhancement bonus to its natural armor bonus. That is awesome. And you probably think that it would be like maybe 2,310 gold pieces. I don't know. Just spitballing myself <laughs> yeah. over here. I don't know. Just, is that the price of it? or That's the, the price. Okay. So you probably also guess you could sell it for... Roughly half, Roughly would half. you say? Yeah. Sorry, actually, the price is $4,310. My apologies. That was the construction price that I gave you before. Oh. So it's even more. Dang. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. So okay. you take all this stuff off him. You manage to kind of get through it. You take his spell components pouch as well, and you are fairly confident at this point in time he... Uh, Isn't going can, anywhere. Yeah. Okay. And... Rouse, rouse him by twisting both of his nipples. Just real good. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed oh. like he kind of liked hey, that. I said rouse, not arouse him. Well, you shouldn't have twisted his nipples. That's, <laughs> I'm just playing at how things should play in the game. All right? Don't blame me. Well, I guess before we rouse him, maybe we should ask Nivia who this guy is. <laughs> Maybe get some background because she seems to recognize him. He, she did, and she said a little bit as much to Lillian outside and to yeah. Nikki before he fell unconscious for unavoidable reasons. He, she's sitting there over his body and like, "That's that's Val, that's Vagorg. He, listen, he ran a fish and chip shop on the other side of town. Uh, not, not much of anything. Uh, lived a fairly simple life. However, in his neighborhood, at some point in time." People started going missing, in particular, children. Turned out, he was stealing the children, and then uh, using them as blood sacrifice to far darker beings. Irbeth was the first person on scene, and from the, from the jump, she knew he had to have been involved. Most people had good alibi, others had other reasons behind it, but for whatever, she knew it in her bones, and whenever she came home, she told me as much. One day, she told me she was going to leave, and that she may not be back till later. She came back that evening, told me the story of how she waited in secret outside of his shop. He left in this strange red armor, these three spires hanging off a mask, a ransom in hand, acting as some sort of weird resplendent priest of some forgotten evil good. He went through a secret passage in an alleyway just behind. She followed him down and saw, before he could level his answer against another innocent, stopped him dead in his tracks and he's been locked up for the past five years awaiting trial. Unfortunately, we get all kinds of evil types. He's here to seek his revenge by, I assume, torturing me to get back to her. Is there anything of use that he might know information-wise that could help us get to the Defender's heart? I, perhaps, but perhaps not. I'll be honest with you. He's been locked up for so long, there's no way he could have been a part of whatever was happening around town. I think he just is an opportunist and hoping to have caught me unawares and punished my wife. 
What do you think we should do with him? Takes this kind of deep breath. Takes this moment. I think he's too dangerous to be left alive. And I know you all have met evil entities before in the past, but I don't know if he has someone worth keeping around. And as that happens, he kicks back up alive. His ferocity having taken him, he kicks feet flailing, arms reaching, grabbing from behind him, pushing, pressing against the rope, this orc ferocity overtaking him, hoping to break, hoping just one more chance to get to her. His teeth gnash, he screams, he yells, and then he falls back unconscious. Poe tickles his feet with his short sword. <laughs> well, Poe tickles his feet with his short sword. Poe, I'm going to need you actually uh, roll me, because it's been, I would say, probably more than an hour. While you're doing this, and after you've been roused, you hear this unbelievable howl reach inside of you, cascading inside your skull. You grab your ears as before in the back alley, hearing the howler once more. No one else can hear this as you scream. Does anyone else hear that? And roll me another will save, please. Oh, sorry, a fortitude save. Solid 10. <laughs> you take another wisdom damage. Nice. Ooh. Guys, I'm feeling dumber. <laughs> Nikki, come bring your dagger. Let's throw it at each other's feet. <laughs> As you call to your friend, you hear nothing in reply. Jesus fucking Christ, what do you do this time? Yeah, go see what he did this time. You go outside and you see your friend slumped, his hands flailed in front of him over the side of the cart, a dagger on the ground, his other hand slowly dripping blood, for he clearly <laughs> cut himself. You don't know why. Uh, he's just hanging over the side of that cart. Tickle his feet with Does my Does he need to be stabilized? <laughs> he, no, I already stabilized him. Oh, Thank God. <laughs> <Lillian> went <sighs> and just stabilized him <laughs> and then kept on with the conversation with Anivia. <laughs> <laughs> so he's at uh, exactly negative one hit points. Cool. I can't do anything about that. So. <laughs> again, just avoiding the subject. <laughs> wondering when Alex will kill us all. Um, but yeah, so... You all watch this happen to Poe. It's very strange. It seems like there's some sort of curse that's taken hold of him. Are you okay? I am sick of these motherfucking demons on this motherfucking plane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That works so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I cast resistance to help him with saves? Uh, You cannot, because it's a continuous affliction. Could... Would a heal check be able to determine what the curse is? You yeah. Okay. I'll I do that as well. Fill it right here, and I point it's it. It's got to be the DC. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Fuck you. Errol. <laughs> well, to be fair, Errol's the one that probably has the <laughs> most interaction, having already told you all that information about the Howler previously. Mm-hmm. He would know that if you kind of get sunk into the Howl, this Howler Howl, it kind it sticks with you. And until you're able to shirk it, I would say, 
I don't know where I get these numbers, but like once per hour, <laughs> you effectively lose one wisdom due to damage. I don't know. But then maybe, especially with the 24, you'd be like, one save would cure it. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the information. I totally gave it to you. Not Errol. <laughs> <laughs> Errol says it, and then you try Alu to say just, it like, like a little faster. Errol's like, like mouth closed, riding on his back. <laughs> okay, Alu, so it's a howl howl. <laughs> I imagine I'm kind of like uh, Chris Farley, just like imitating Errol as like trying to like copy exactly what he's saying like a millisecond after he says it. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to take the scale and just <laughs> turn into me? <laughs> so many Errol impressions around the We table. are Errol. <laughs> um, I'm Errol. So is the half-orc after work ferocity? He's dead, dead. He's not. He's just unconscious. Okay. I just gotcha. I forgot to play orc ferocity. It's a flavor, so, flavor orc ferocity. I forgot to play it, so I played it as. I mean, orc ferocity, I believe, is you only get one move or one standard action. Yeah. It's yeah. not super powerful and there's no way that like his ability maybe he would have gotten one more attack on errol say yeah. or on um yeah uh, but it basically or on the beetle that was next to yeah. him but um definitely would have been the beetle <laughs> what it you know what, what is that orc what orc frost natural 19 that would have been bad uh <laughs> orc frosty it's a inherent trait in half orcs and full orcs that when you fall below zero you get one more move or one more standard action before you fall unconscious Unless it, unless you take massive damage rules, in which case you just immediately die. And that's immediate, right? Like, immediately after you take that yeah, damage. you okay. immediately fall unconscious. That's good to know. But it also prevents you from, like, you don't have to roll a saving throw that round, so it does extend that incrementally. Yeah. Uh, is, is she, um, sorry. <laughs> Luna's going to go up to Anivia and ask, um, what's her wife's name again? Irabeth. 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 So Luna goes up and goes. I was gonna say the bird can talk. Did I say Luna? Yeah. <laughs> you could talk this whole time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You guys didn't understand that. That's fair. You totally can. Yeah. Um, Lillian is going to go up to and ask. Uh, so, it it was Irabeth supposed to be here? I. This is our home. I hope she would. It's it's clear if she had, he either would have killed her. At the very least, she Maybe. would have left something behind. And as she says this, you watch as her eyes start kind of shifting really quickly in her head. And she stands up and starts shifting a bit. Left, left something behind. Oh, wait a minute. And she starts hobbling quickly. She goes through that door that was to the left when you entered, and it opens it up into a bedroom. She sticks her hand underneath the mattress and starts tapping around, and then eventually pulls a cord. When she does so, you all can kind of see this through the doorway. A small panel opens on the side. You see a number of potions and a fall, a small folded piece of paper. And then she, she, she did. Oh, you always wonder if the person you love most in the world's crazy, but oh, she's always so brilliant. She takes the letter out and folds it and starts kind of silently mouthing the words across it. 
What does it say? It, well, it mostly says that if I find this, I should seek her out at Defender's Heart. I, she, she must still be alive. She says the password for Defender's Heart is Silver Strong. This will identify us as, as friends, not enemies. And she, she wishes me well, and she's left these potions behind to hopefully aid myself. At least, uh, if I need to venture across town, it's two potions of cure moderate wounds and three potions of invisibility. Ah, she knows how much I like to sneak. Ah, what a, what a lovely woman. Poe opens the pantry door, or whatever this is. The room to the northwest. Yeah. And as you do, you enter. Your foot hits a cord on the ground that you didn't check for. Uh. I'd like to say that I just opened the door. As you walk into the room, open the door, <laughs> your foot hits this cord, and you just hear these gears start to turn. And you hear? And this banner unfurls in front of you, and it says, Erebeth sucks, with an exclamation point. I turn to Errol, and I'm like, dude, she's in here. We never even thought to check. She's been here the whole time. I'm sure if she wasn't here, this guy probably would have found her. But. What if he tied her up and gagged her? Look, she's in here tied up and gagged, okay? <laughs> oh, I here's, found her. I found her. Oh, look, here's Erebeth. Right oh, here look. the whole time. Here's Erebeth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can't believe. <laughs> I'm Erebeth. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Roll a, a bluff check. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm great at those. Please work. Please work. <laughs> Oh, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Uh, uh, 17. 17. Roll a sense motive, Errol. <laughs> <laughs> I used to imagine like that scene in Toy Story where like Buzz Lightyear's arm gets ripped off. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm Mrs. Pennyworth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like pretending he's like, oh, Buzz. And he's, yeah, he's, like, yeah. Playing with it around oh, the door frame. I think I'm Waving waiting. It. It's Mrs. Nesbitt. Is that yeah. the name that he's given? He gives yeah. himself when he wears the. All right. You check all the rooms. <laughs> you find a bunch of sweet potions, in my opinion. Mm. And. Another letter pointing once more towards the defender's heart. And what was the password for that? Silver Strong. Silver Strong. So now you are the proud owners of two different passphrases. Cool. Does it come with silver armbands? What was this? Wait. Are are they different? They are. uh, Because one is for the the Templar hideouts, and then the other one is for um, defender's heart. So wait, I, Defender's Heart was silver. Strong, what was the Templars? The baddies. I have new material for the archives. <laughs> That's the one. Man, yep. you gotta love it when your players take notes. Yep. Yeah, I remember <laughs> just saying that when we entered into Topaz Solutions. No, it was it was a fair thing to say. <laughs> They're like, what? Well, that's what gave you that's what gave you an inference that they weren't yeah. the people that were supposed to be there, right? Because you said that to them, and they were like, "The fuck!" And then they just attacked you, anyways. <laughs> I have no reason not to trust the Nivea's judgment in leaving the Gorg alive. So you're gonna get off his body before you decimate <laughs> it. Oh, I, he's he's naked. She watches you all mill about for a second and sees the trepidation in your faces. She reaches behind her, grabs an arrow knocks it, pulls back, and lets loose. 
right in the temple of Errol. She's so good at that. (laughs) (laughs) It lodges itself straight through his eye socket. She puts and slings her her bow once more around her and goes, at least for once I killed someone that deserved it. (laughs) And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and the weight of the moment is lost as uh, she walks out of the room <laughs> Alu under his uh, breath is like fucking yikes <laughs> how far away is uh, Defender's Heart Defender's Heart and Tower of Estrad the Tower of Estrad they're about equidistant in the same direction they're in the same place <laughs> oh my god they oh are my the god. same place <laughs> Uh, I think we should <laughs> go to the tower first. Of course. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Do you want to take a long rest before? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Okay, Too you stay You back. would imagine. <laughs> Can I just take a nap on the cart? <laughs> All right, here. Because I am a generous god. I will let you take a long rest here. I will tell you that being in the middle of town and resting comes with potential random encounter potential random encounters thanks oh, woody forgive me the ghost <laughs> i'll roll a d100 oh that descent of my computer uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you drop a metal die on your no uh, <laughs> oh no it's, fine. it's not like it's new or anything <laughs> it's not anymore uh, <laughs> all things new become old no so what i'll do is i'll roll a d100 i'll roll it on the table in front of all y'all if I roll 50 or higher, you will have a random encounter. I will assume a watch, so though the random encounter will encroach upon you, they won't get a surprise around you at the setup, and hopefully try and fight your way back. If you roll less than that, you rest unabated, and it can make for either Tower of Strahd or Defender's Heart in the morning. Sounds good. Let's do this. Time's up. Let's do this. Paul? If you could hold this amazing four corners solid exotic hardwood dice tray. What what is that? Oh, that's purple heart. Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah, I mean it's fucking dope. Let's check this out. I'm gonna roll it. Paul's gonna read it. What? Ninety one. Oh. oh goodness gracious me, oh my. You all decide to turn in for the night. Exhausted for some reason. When it's uh, 4 p.m., everyone's like, maybe we shouldn't rest. And Tammy just keeps going, no, I think we should. (laughs) I don't want to take any kind of nap. She's really bossy. (laughs) She's really bossy. Talking on Tammy. (laughs) Am I supposed to respond? Oh, no, don't. (laughs) Fuck you. All right. (laughs) Fuck you. Just met you guys. You're going to suck. I'm going to have to do so much, like, sudden stuff here because I have to roll on a table and then I have to hit you with something on the table. All right. Nine. Nine demons. He said random. Yeah. <laughs> As you all rest, you just say, As three dire rats appear and burrow around you. So I assume Nivia is in bed. Perhaps the rest of you are, are sprawled out. 
around. Who's on watch? Let's uh, let's play that game. Should we just? Roll? I'll do it. Oh, all right. Done. Arrows on watch. <laughs> I think he's gonna roll. <laughs> we can roll for it. Is the the desk higher elevation or the table? <laughs> I sleep on whatever is most advantageous for me. Well, as a cat, He's a yes. Cat. <laughs> I sleep on the highest perch. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I w- you had already established that as canon, so I can't even get mad at you for that. Well done, well done indeed. Uh, I want to say the table is the highest okay, spot. That's where I'm at. Then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikki is still dead outside. <laughs> I assume you just left him slumped over the side of the cart. I'm uh, snuggling with his back. <laughs> like no one's helping him. <laughs> he's, he's spooning Nikki as Nikki's like dripping blood over the side of the. He's not dripping blood. He's stable. He just has open wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Stable's a loose term, but I yeah. feel like this is frowned upon. <laughs> I, I feel like Lillian would have administered some cure. Lightly. I mean, you all probably. I would assume the way that you would have gone is you would have gone to bed. Mm-hmm burnt any amount of healing you had left. And at this low level, you probably are all 100% healed. Nikki Yay. included. Okay. No, uh, I would not heal Nikki. <laughs> as an aside, <laughs> I would leave that guy dead. As We're a point of fact. healed before these dire rats. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of healers. Okay. Um, you wake up to the scratching, the sniffing of these rats that burrow through the floor, emerging, and we're going to Roll for initiative. Tammy got a nine. <laughs> Poe got a seven. Lillian got a three. Oh, God. Luke got a nine. <laughs> Jesus. Single digits club. I got 12. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And I'm assuming, like, as there's, like, scratching and burrowing and they're popping out, like, I'm kind of, like, calling out to, like, rouse everybody. Yeah, you are. And like I said, because I don't want to be a total dick about it, they don't get a surprise round. Everyone just rouses and is ready to go. Do you want to roll initiative for Luna as well? Oh, I thought she just went on my turn. But, uh... She has her own initiative. <laughs> oh, she got three as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's convenient. Um, yeah. And then, so you all rouse. Two of the rats get to act first. The first rat appears next to Errol opens up its mouth, goes for a bite. It's going to be an 18 against your flat-footed AC. That is a miss. Stupid heavy-armored asshole. Uh, (laughs) That's why I took the first watch, so I could wear my armor. Um, That's fair. That's really sound mechanically. Uh, (laughs) The next one you don't hear anything, but you hear a scream as one from the inside of the bedroom goes to attack Anivia. Natural 18 on that dice, which hits. She takes damage. <laughs> I'm not gonna. See, you can't. Some you can't number. see what's happening. All right. It is now her turn. Do much. She does some stuff that you don't hear. You hear shuffles, the twang of a bow, and then 
as something finds something behind the walls. It is now Errol's turn. Errol is going to use another activation of the scale of cold. Because why not? That is a natural 18 for a 23. Miss. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. These dire rats, man. (laughs) Hi. That is 21 points damage. (laughs) Wow. You (laughs) cleave that rat perfectly in half, and two frozen parts of the rat stand untouched except for the fact that you cleaved a rat in half, and it is, like, super dead. Totes. Um, <laughs> totes And I'm going to five-foot step to the northwest to get into melee range of the other rat. It is Nikki's turn. He goes, ah, no, not this one. And he gets up and he looks at everyone. For my new friends! <laughs> Unsheathes his long sword. <laughs> Then he sees the bowl of water that I had his hand sitting in. And realizes (laughs) that sometimes good people do bad things. Swings his longsword high above his head. Minus one for wedding pants. (laughs) Uh He hits the rat, cleaving it between the eyes. And I may just end my own combat before it even starts. Uh, (laughs) And he kills it straight up and he's... Looking there, hands raised above his head, covered in blood. Friendship wins the day! (laughs) As uh, the rat (laughs) falls dead off of his sword. So you guys like, you should back to sleep or just have some pancakes. Alu, you still hear while Nikki casually has an aside. Shuffling happening in the room. Um, Then Anivia's still inside. So I'll move ten feet down, open the door, see her right beyond the door. And I'll move through... Still 10 feet away from the die rat, and I'll take a shot at it. Well, as you move into the room, you see a couple things. First, you mm-hmm. see a Nivea in the corner, um, still having picked up her bow, grabbed an arrow from her quiver laying there. The rat still sits on the bed, bow, uh, sorry, arrow in his shoulder, um, still alive. Okay. Now I take my shot. 15 to hit. Hit. <laughs> I'm liking this D8. Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. And you put him down. Sweet. Goodness. <laughs> and you find yourselves a little weary, a little tired, a little achy, but out of combat. I take the table and I flip it over. Just because. To cover the hole that the rats came out of. No. Oh. All right. Because that's kind of my MO. It's flip true. Flip the tables over and cover holes with them. And you... Pull up the table. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry, Alu. You'll have to find another place to sleep. <laughs> you see the writing desk, and it looks awfully inviting. Yep, and I head over there and start, you know, making bread. and You find, <laughs> as you walk over to the writing desk, you find Tammy dead asleep underneath it, completely undisturbed by what just happened. I'll do one of those, <laughs> th- those asshole cats do, and kind of go over and pretend to, to groom, and then bite <laughs> to get her to move out of his spot that <laughs> you he can, wants. You can do what Dungeon Cat does, where it's like, why aren't you moving? And he bats you in the face. That too. And yep. then when you move, you're like, he's like, oh, you're not dead. And then he leaves you alone. That's 
she'll just like wake up and hiss at him and then go back to sleep. <laughs> Bear her. You all continue your sleep through the night. <laughs> Another one? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you another one anyways. Uh, <laughs> but this could keep you on your feet. Sometimes you shouldn't hear the sound of dice and always assume something's coming down the lane. Sometimes I'm just rolling dice to confuse you. You wake in the morning rested because though Anivia took some damage, no further ill effects hurt her. Ready to go and continue your journey. Gonna make some pancakes while I prepare spells. Lillian's gonna go in, talk to Anivia. Are you going to continue journeying with us to defend your heart? I have to. That's it's. If that's what Erebeth is, I won't rest until she is safe with me. But you just rested for like eight hours. <laughs> Clearly, can someone take? <laughs> <laughs> this donkey over here, who only understands a ten of threes. <laughs> yeah. You didn't rest, did you, did you, but you did though for the need. If, if I, stickers, I have been with hair. you for seven days, <laughs> sleeping every night. <laughs> and this is the one when I am on the precipice of finding my wife that you are going to hold my feet to the fire. Congratulations. You're my least favorite. Lillian, one. Errol, five. The rest of you are kind of mixed in between. Even the weird green one. Actually, Nikki, <laughs> you're five. Errol six, uh, and Nikki's like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> <laughs> Moving up. <laughs> Wait, what are the points for? <laughs> no, just rankings. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, <laughs> whatever. No, and now she is. Let me check this chart here. Unfriendly. Uh, hostile. <laughs> un- unfriendly. <laughs> uh, Helpful for everyone else, unfriendly for Errol. She moved yeah. down three different. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. um, Alu's going to top off on arrows off of the bulk set of arrows that we've gotten in the. I don't know if they're in the backpack or the cart. They're in the cart. They're in the cart. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'll top off. I needed nine arrows. Yeah. So I mean, you have ample arrows, especially the ones you took off of those knights. Yeah. You you managed to top those off, so you are. Yeah. To that um, point. Uh, Lillian's asking Anivia if she has any extra or any supplies aside from these potions that we should take with us. She sits and thinks for a second, kind of to herself, having known that you all checked the pantry. I don't... I think the plan was with these potions when we get to defend ourselves as quickly as possible. Otherwise, there's not much left. I'm sure that the reason... The pantry was picked clean, was either for Erebeth to take to Defender's Heart or other less savory individuals to keep to themselves. And Errol looks at Nikki. <laughs> you just see him like have a <laughs> giant family-sized bag of Doritos <laughs> that's almost empty. What? I was hungry. <laughs> we do have one more stop to make before we get to Defender's Heart. Are you all right with a short detour to check Tower of Estrad? As long as you're right with me being with you. I depend on you more than you depend on me. And if you'll have me, I, I will always be by your side. And don't you fucking forget it. <laughs> Why don't you take one of those potions <laughs> and fix your leg so that you don't just hobble around? Because not to overreach mechanically, I need a, a much higher cleric level spell that fixes permanently damaged bones. 
The spell is called Heal, and well, not to dive too deep into it, but that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you were right, not to dive too deep into it. <laughs> I, I I am a person of repute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, Tower of Strahd, here we come. Montage. Bef- before we before we walk out, do you want to like put those blankets in some water, let them soak, so maybe that rat blood comes out? Honestly, I I care little for what's left behind here. The city's on fire, and I think taking time out of my day to ensure that there's nice white sheets when I return. I mean, they're definitely not going to be white, but (laughs) (laughs) they might not be sticky. Uh, (laughs) Actually, to that point, was Anivia attacked by the rat? Like, did she get bit? She did, but the damage has seemed has seemed okay. to subside in the evening. Okay, cool. With her three D eight hit points, it did away with her three points of damage. I, I was just wondering if it if she might have contracted something off the bat. She didn't. She seems fine. Cool. Um, Anivia, could you spare one of those potions of invisibility? Um, if we get to the defender's heart. Without needing to use it, I'll be happy to give it back to you, but... By all means, I I don't have any use for them. I, I assume that wherever we end up, y'all stay in the cart, or I won't be one to be sneaking around. That seems more Poe's job. I mean, you could just take all three of them and hobble, probably, to Defender's Heart. If you were into that kind of thing. Not saying you should, just saying that's probably why she gave them to you. I think she assumed it'd be, and she kind of looks down at her leg, a wee bit more mobile. That's why I said hobble, girl. <laughs> I didn't say sprint. <laughs> well, if I could sprint, not to be a stickler for mechanics, then I could run, which is four times my normal movement speed, save for the fact that I can only move at a quarter of that speed right now. I'm just going to walk out. I'm confused. <laughs> Go get on the cart. I'll join you. Nikki, I feel like do you're, this. you're only confused because the DM is being very generous with information. You're like, but why? Explain to me slowly these things. I look up at is the that sky. The voice in God. Your Does it also have a sky? Stop talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'll take whatever. Oh, should potions. I howl? <laughs> He doesn't say the howl or howl and the wisdom damage. Because you all have the inability to prevent this from happening, I need you to roll me a save until you pass. And every single time you fail, you take one point of wisdom damage. That one was a 17. So, you pass with that. Yay! Which saves us a lot of math in the interim. So, Poe is... Save, and you also heal one point of wisdom damage while you sleep. Don't we have a wand of lesser restoration? No, we have only one potion left, but wisdom isn't very important for dex characters, so I would suggest... Or for Poe. You've met Poe. We have a scroll of lesser restoration. That was it. We have a couple potions, too. We have one potion left. I have... Poe already took a bunch of ability damage before. I have one potion of... (laughs) Lesser restoration. Is that the one you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. Well, someone has it. I just have it on my ledger. I have it. Ah, uh, the right. ledgerman. We continue on. So, Nikki, what have you been up to? You delivered those letters yet? Well, I was hanging out, just chilling. 
going to the Burnt Out Remnants or our favorite bar. Man, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe it happened either. I was there chilling, doing some stuff every day for a week, enjoying the spoils of being able to move in and out of places pretty easily, taking their food, ignoring innocence. Um, and then suddenly this cultist got all of my grill, and that's when you found me. And that's kind of what I'm up to. Did you, like, get our Polaroid off the wall of Cheddar's at least? No, that burned up. Everyone, Shit. Yeah, you want to know the real shit of it, though? Please tell me. McGurkin's Polaroid didn't. 120 what? Polaroids on that wall. That's Four of them the didn't, one? And one of them was McGurkin's. Next time I find a dart, it's going right in his asshole. I'm just, <laughs> absolutely. What a horrible ass. He is the worst. Yeah, I don't know, man. Why does he wear those tight jeans? Well, you can't pull them off. When you're a halfling, people barely notice the clothes you're wearing in the half place. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> this will happen in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all continue to work. And do you want to go to the Tower of Estrad? I think so. Yes. All right. So you know that this is an active location for the Templars. So you can roll up in the cart. You can have the cart put to the side to hide perhaps the individuals you don't want to um, be seen. Tammy. Barb. Hi. <laughs> we don't have Barb with us. <laughs> But understand that where you're heading, where you're going, it is, as far as you know, a dangerous place. So you would take some care going there. So you can roll up with everybody in tow, hope they accept you, or you can hide some individuals and tell me exactly who shows up. I say we leave the cart in the woods or on the street or wherever. And I think just... I say we push off the bluff into the river. (laughs) So you take four days <laughs> to move through town uh, and then push them out the river. You hide the cart, and you slowly make your way towards the Tower of Estrad. It takes you a little bit of time. Both Tammy, Lillian, and Poe know pretty good layout of the city. And the Tower of Estrad is a well-known place, 20 stories high, often peaking amongst the more mundane buildings around it. You spend more time than you care to find it. Before Poe leaves, he wants to rock, paper, scissors with Nikki to see who gets to go. Okay. Do it live. <laughs> uh, if uh, everyone could. On rocks, paper, scissors, shoot? Or... Yeah, it's on shoot. That's okay. two out of three. Okay. okay. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, that's one for Poe. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. That's one for Nikki. Oh, it's tied. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Two lost. Who throws rock that many times? (laughs) (laughs) So, Bob and Nikki are having this conversation in the back of the cart. Uh, As you do, Nikki wins. He's like, yes! I'm going to show Tammy exactly the man he can be. <laughs> and uh, you pull up, hide the cart four to five blocks away. Poe sits there, head in his hands, <laughs> realizing he just gave up the ghost to the GM uh, to let him sit there. Travis walks out of the basement, gets in his car, drives home, remembers he forgot Sierra, turns around. Uh, <laughs> well, I was wondering if maybe we could make a quick Nikki, and I'll just... <laughs> Nope. Is he a rogue? Is he a fighter? 
For those wondering at home, I'm, he's playing off the Brigand template for Ooh. Pathfinder. You all get there, sort yourselves in such a way, load up, put armor on, grab what you need, leave what you don't. As you start meandering, Nikki looks at Poe and goes, Later, loser. Looks like Mama did raise a bitch. <laughs> and he jumps over the side, catching his foot. Smashing his face, first into the wood paneling of the cart, <laughs> then his knees into the steel, the steel-rimmed wheels, and then once more his face finds purchase on the cobblestone road. He slowly bleeds out <laughs> as a sad Luna lands on his head, stabilizing him. <laughs> and it becomes very apparent that a level two brigand perhaps shouldn't go into the tower <laughs> But a Poe should. I think that's four times now. It's <laughs> a good, good thing. That's May cantrip. Well bring <laughs> I, yeah, right. I also just like the fact that Luna, without commands, like, and lands on his head, stabilizing. <laughs> she knows her job. <laughs> Shall we knock? I mean, we already we know the password. Now you got to do the secret knock. You do it. Uh, do you want to demonstrate that secret knock for us, Paul? Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's doom, doom, hit the doom, microphone. Doom. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Errol walks up to the door, and he's just going to give two good firm knocks on the door. <clears throat> Nothing happens. You got to do the secret knock. Da, 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 da. He waits for the response. Nothing happens. Now the other secret knock. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. And he tries to open the door. <laughs> you got to open the door. And you find resistance. The door is locked. Um, and then he's going to say the magic phrase. I have new material for the archives. The second you say that phrase, you can just hear... The door swings, and you see in front of you a cultist. Grab him. <sighs> Get lost in the city, did you? Find your way back. Well, come inside. Be a great time to grab him. <laughs> grab who? Shut up, Paul. Then do it. <laughs> you see, as another cultist kind of comes down the way. You lost your chance. Who is it? <laughs> it's it's another one of the stragglers, I'm sure. What it look like? Well, th- th- well, there's a bunch of them. Oh, look at though. <sighs> Please come inside. I bet. No, but seriously. <laughs> like, one of them hot. <sighs> Some sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> there's a goblin. Hey, <laughs> hot goblin then. What kind of? Oh, <laughs> great. I'll bring him inside. Please come inside. I'm going to set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of back out of the doorway. What is wrong with this place? <laughs> As you walk in, they start gathering some materials, each grabbing a, a couple bed rolls, this kind of pre-made satchel of what you would assume is provisions. All right, so you can set up bed rolls wherever you want. Here's some food. Oh, yeah, but make sure they go downstairs. Yeah, I understand. They need to go downstairs. 
before you set up your bed, go talk to Faxon. I, oh my God. <laughs> go talk to Faxon. Otherwise, he's going to be real mad. Hey, he's going to be real mad then. Listen. Poe's whispering to Alu. Should we kill them? <laughs> and Lillian's going to ask him, uh, I didn't catch your name. <sighs> my name is Steve. And the, my name is Barrett. Is Barrett. God damn it, Barrett. And we're cultists. I am, of course, forever the great disciple of Discari. And he likes Baphomet. Yeah, Baphomet. No, we get it. We really get Oh, well, he's, he's cool. He's got like a, like a goat's head and there's like a pentagram thing. Let's kill them. <laughs> I look at Poe Wait for the signal, and I wink and kind of do the little finger on the nose brush. <laughs> Why are you winking at each other? You realize I can see everything you're doing in front of me, right? I mean, who wouldn't wink at me? Have you seen these pecs? I've got them each on my nose. He's like, obviously I can see your pecs. You aren't wearing a shirt. Which is why you should be winking. Listen, we've had a long day. It's like Barrett's 11 a.m. And we're the night watch. <laughs> well, so. I'm not. Yeah, I know you're not. You were supposed to leave hours ago. But you're still here. Just go talk to Faxon and report back what you found in the city. He's, We're happy you're here. I'm just a little over this. So... And he gestures kind of broadly behind him to the uh, stairs that lead downwards. Okay. Do we recognize that name, Faxon? You don't. Okay. I didn't think so. Didn't sound familiar. And Errol is going to move past them to go down the stairs to talk to Faxon. Post skips past them and winks. <laughs> oh, finally, someone who's at least a little bit friendly. Yeah, no, I understand. But, well, I mean, just saying, you're a bit abrupt. Oh, I'm abrupt. And they, as you walk downstairs, <laughs> you hear this kind of tiff break off between the two of them. It's called a Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh. As you walk downstairs... You see a couple of things. There's a semicircular room that's presented in front of you. It all seems empty, save for a few bookshelves that are against the wall and a single desk and chair that sit in one corner. A huge set of wood and metal double doors stand on the southern wall that lead somewhere. You're not entirely sure. You find a tiefling in a rather interesting leather outfit standing with a scorpion on his shoulder. As you approach, he takes notice of you, gives a slight nod, still poring over the maps that are in front of him. He spends a second kind of thumbing through, perhaps memorizing his place, and looks up. Yes, and who are you? We are some fellow cultists, of course. We're here to see Faxon. We must talk to him straight away. A <sighs> bunch of newbies. I understand you, more than likely, came here to find someone else. Unfortunately, they were addicted to demon's blood, and well, now they're gone. <sighs> you got what, any what? left? <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of eyes you as a tiefling. Yeah, I got about 186 pounds worth. You're a bubble? Or do you weigh more than 186 pounds? Just, I'm done. <laughs> he like shifts his eyes, doing the math in his head. Where were you? <laughs> Why weren't you here earlier? 
Yeah, we got caught up. We uh I lost my shirt. Oh, that too. <laughs> Been looking everywhere for it. <laughs> there was a uh, a few folks we ran to that we had to uh take care of on the way. Held us up a little bit. Owe me a bluff check. I think my bluff is really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> but you're telling the truth, so that could help. That is that's actually you're not wrong. You get a plus nothing. Sad face. <laughs> Is every time to roll high? Can I assist? What do you What do you say to assist? He's rubbing his nipples. Distraction. Twelve. Damn. Because a twelve is what I got. So the whole time he's talking, I would like to also be talking in an effort to be kind of confusing. So what's up with that scorpion? Is it Does it like grow or is it alive? Does it move? This is Cedric. He's familiar lovely does does he name himself or did you come up with that i'm sorry what was your name as you continue to talk to me poe what was your name my name is faxon i believe you said it when you entered the room we said we were looking for faxon you never said that's me you said you're late i believe i said the exact phrase that's me when you asked if i was faxon but moments ago I don't think that's true. I... Let's ask Cedric. Let's Can we get a Cedric. replay? <laughs> 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 We're looking for Maxon. And then it gets garbled. <laughs> ah, that part of the tape was corrupt. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. You got lost. What have you find out there? Hopefully people are still dying and, and falling apart as, as need be. I pull out that oh, like, they're dying. snake skin sleeve death <laughs> right you know we're here to kill people though <laughs> right this was a snake person boy roll me a bluff jack oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> 14 plus 1 15 I guess that makes some sense <laughs> alright fine I believe you <sighs> I'm sorry. The two downstairs have really been driving me crazy, and they've they've caused me all kinds of problems. Listen, in the morning, I'll, I'll tell you about the news of the Wardstone and further movements that we need to enact on the other city. But please go downstairs in the interim, and I assure you that we'll sort it out then. Are the stairs through that door? The ones you just came down. Is he okay? Didn't you just say we have to go downstairs? Upstairs, downstairs. Let's just say the GM has a bad grasp on three-dimensionality. <laughs> uh, before you leave, uh, Poe, yeah, was it? Uh -huh. Can you stay behind for but a moment? Thank God, yes. I really want to hear more about Cedric. Perfect. I'm so excited. But the rest of you, please leave. It's morning, though. I'm gonna... It's something... He seems pretty wrapped up in his work. And he wants to address it in the morning. So he's going to let you go upstairs, maybe take a beat, take some time, sleep, rest, get ready for whatever plans they might have for tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow morning. Yes. <laughs> that makes a lot <laughs> more sense. I'm just going to like wait in the stairwell. Do yeah, I think I'm going to go just out of sight. Okay, both well. of you roll me a stealth check, please. You like and I want to leave... Luna behind. Oh, by the way, my dear. 15. Please take your familiar with you. Oh, damn. I uh, got a 15. 
I got a... I keep... Stealth is right below Spellcraft, and I keep doing the math wrong. Uh, an 18. I know it might seem fun to wait on the stairs and see what a master witch is doing, but if you don't leave, well, I'm going to have to ask you to, well, fuck off. So, upstairs, now, please. Proper. Oh, and I need to have a word. Yes, sir. Okay, so when we go upstairs, are we out of earshot? We can't hear? Yeah. The stairs are deceiving, though they kind of curve in that way. That's a little bit of a spiral. So it'll take you some time to go up and down. Oh, my good boy. Come over here. Oh I, I have gosh, a question. Yes, okay. Are you familiar at all with the city of Canabras? <gasps> I'm so glad that you ask. Yeah, totally. Ah, oh, that's so very exciting. A quick question, and he yeah. points a finger at you. Roll will save. Don't worry, boy. I only have <laughs> plus zero at the moment. Fifteen. Fifteen. You suddenly feel very mm-hmm. positive towards this person. Oh, I already no. felt pretty positive, so. <laughs> so, my boy, I have a question. Yes, yes, yes. Your friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who are you really? Well, my name's Poe. We have another one who's named Errol, another one's named Alu. We have a Lillian, but sometimes she goes by Luna. It's really quite confusing. I don't understand <laughs> why. And then we got this new friend. Her name's Tammy, I think. And we got my other friend. His name's Nikki, and he has a thing for Tammy. And I don't actually... Errol's last name is Light... Sh- shield. Shield. Shit. I don't know Errol's last name. <laughs> Perfect. And are you cultists? <laughs> We do some culty things, let me tell you. There was this one time <laughs> when they... The effects of the spell don't mean that you get to walk around terminology. You will tell me the truth. Please, by all means, are you cultists? I'm, it's hard to say these days. <laughs> I kind of don't think that we are. It's, I don't know, it's all quite confusing. They tried to kill this guy. I was like, don't kill him. He's a good guy. And they right. were like, no, we got to kill him. He does have wisdom damage. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And then, I, true. then I will get to play the fun metagaming game of, great, so uh, who do you uh, worship? And ask cultists. As Give me cultists? specific names of I, your gods. I don't worship jack shit. Uh, I worship so you're not having cultists. a good time. A cultist can have good fun. Oh, I'm. I, I met have... this one guy who was just—he was just killing shit left and right. I don't even think he had a god. Stop talking. Okay. And you immediately <laughs> feel the need to not talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making sound. <sighs> Go over in that corner, and you feel compelled to do so. The left one or the right one? This Can is I also a round chair? room, so there's technically. <laughs> there, there are. There's a wall. Considering it's a semicircle, there are two corners. Does my nose have to be in the wall? It does indeed. Okay. It's okay. If it makes you feel any better. This will only last for five hours. Five hours. You know, you almost had me. Change my mind. You, you <laughs> talking around <laughs> stuff. Oh, the shit, thing, wrong corner. The thing <laughs> is. <laughs> Technically, those are sounds, not talking. So. That's true. I, mean, I said make no sound before, <laughs> and then he breached that. You can just turn off his microphone. <laughs> his mouth still. 
Well, it sounds like your microphone's been turned off by the GM. That's uh, it's so unfortunate. So, Poe, you feel this need to not talk and listen. So I'll ask you once more. Who sent you? Who do you work for? <laughs> he takes out a morning star, <laughs> weighs it in his hand, and puts it back. <laughs> then he, <laughs> you know, I really probably should pick another one of the party members. That would have been much easier to listen to. Listen here. <laughs> when I go downstairs to murder your friends, upstairs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when I go upstairs to murder your friends, uh-huh. uh huh. This is what's going to happen. Okay. I want you to stay down here. Okay. So when they're done being murdered, uh huh. I can kill you quite easily. You know what? Actually, hang on. Turn around. Speak normally. Oh, thank God. And don't mention for a moment that I've I've cursed you. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. I, I'm going to use someone who's much more insistent. Uh, dwarf person. Uh, weird dwarf person. You want me to tell you his name? Yeah, that would be lovely. Tell me his name. Well, I like to call him Errol Lightshit. I think that's what he said. <laughs> Errol. But you got to say it in the right. You got to say Errol. He only responds to like. <laughs> you have to really open your mouth wide for him to respond. It's an odd thing. Errol. Errol. And he calls up to you to come downstairs. And Errol heads down the stairs, and he kind of like pokes his head around when he gets to the bottom. Yeah. You cold? Your friend and I were having a discussion. So we were talking about certain. That doesn't sound like Poe. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say, your friend and I were having a circular discussion that was taking me nowhere. Does that sound uh, a little more like him? No, 100%, yeah. Perfect. Well, I wanted, I wanted to <laughs> beseech the individual to, at the very least, uh, tell him a little more about the Wardstone. But what was important is that, and he points his finger at you, roll will save. Twenty-two. You feel him try to charm you. You break free of it. And he sees and he goes, well, shit. <laughs> he immediately moves and we'll find out. Cities? <gasps> oh. uh, what happens <laughs> next time? Damn it. On the final crusade. <laughs> On the final crusade. <laughs> What's happening down there? Up there. What's up there? Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo, Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo, Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo, Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. <laughs>